0: Hello world, wherever you are, welcome and thank you for tuning in to my very first episode of my very first podcast. I've been meaning to do this for quite some time and I've been putting it off just because I feel like there's so many topics and so many things but... I feel like we go through emotions in our lives where every now and then we have our ups, but we also have our downs, our highs and our lows. And so now it's time for us to step into that moment where we're able to really appreciate who we are authentically and step into that power of just Us being us, you know. So for today's episode, I want to go ahead and just dive into a few things, give you guys some. Just overall information about who I am, I know that a lot of people have been asking where I've been because I've been MIA for so long and I've just been working on my mental health and taking time to heal myself, you know, and making sure that my mental state is good enough to be able to actually help and maybe inspire other people too. I want to go ahead and just say a slight disclaimer just because right now I am so new to this. I don't really know how to start anything and if you hear any noise in the background, it's simply because I've recently found, which is kind of so funny, but I found my microphone in the back of my trunk and I just had this guidance, I don't know, this message, this wave of emotion over me that I was, I don't know, something told me that I just, I needed to get up and start and create this podcast that I've been wanting to do for quite some time, and you know, it's so funny because this blue microphone that I've had for quite some time is a microphone that I found on Facebook Marketplace, and it's one of the microphones where... It's literally probably just meant for recording music or something, super intro to the music industry and the recording industry, but it's what I have and it's what we're gonna work with for today. But if you hear any backgrounds, it's simply because I am in my bedroom at the moment recording this and I stay by the pool side, so there may be a lot of background noises and people in the back that might just kind of annoy you or if you hear anything just be sure to keep that in mind okay but i want to go ahead and just dive into getting to know me a little bit more there's a lot that we have to unravel but a few things is growing up i had a pretty much rough childhood almost like you know every single other person but for me it was one of those things where I went through a lot, but I never took it personal. I realized that a lot of the things that I went through was simply because, you know, I had to go through it. And it taught me to become a stronger person. It taught me so many different things. Now that I look back and I realize that everything that I went through was a lesson, you know, it was something that I really needed to understand the wave of emotions that was happening whether it was abuse or trauma or pain loss and there's just so many things that we don't understand in that moment but a few months or just years down the road later on there's just so many things that can definitely impact our lives so much for the better or even for worse but I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, you know, and I truly believe that a lot of the pain that we suffer from is just from our minds. A few years ago I wrote a little snippet of a book, but I can't really say it's a book to be honest. It was very short and I was I believe I was 22 turning 23. And it was something that I wanted to kind of write as a trophy to myself. You know, I had just quit my job thinking that I was going to be a full-time YouTuber and I was going to do it all, right? Like I was going to go after my dreams and I would have everything figured out. But it was also on a whim where I was listening more to my mind instead of my heart. Even though my heart wanted a lot of these things, I just realistically I didn't really have a plan I just up and left work without any background you know no plan b or anything and I failed I felt so hardcore but I didn't give up you know and in that time in that moment I stayed at home and I realized wow I have so much time how come I'm not using this time to write a book. And a lot of it was due to a lot of the people I listened to from Jake Ducey online on YouTube. He was one of the first motivational people I listened to that made me understand more about law of attraction and your mindset and how you are, you know? So that really, really shaped my life. I started reading more, but in that moment, I wrote a little snippet and It was interesting because I was at no point successful, you know, I was struggling with bills, I was staying in an apartment, I typically, honestly, I don't even think I could have afforded, but I acted like I could, and I was just living paycheck to paycheck, I was serving in this sports lounge and over in frisco texas and it was just very complicated you know but i had so many dreams and big dreams i really wanted to go after i wanted to become a full-time youtuber and there was a voice in me that told me i needed to share things i went through the pain that i went through but i feel like i wasn't healed enough you know and I feel like there was a part of me that sometimes when I look back, it was just more of an ego thing and just to say that I did it, but there was a part of me in there that did provide the necessary information that I wanted to portray. So that was a good thing, but a lot of it was just me, you know, kind of, I don't know, maybe one day I might end up writing a new book, but this little snippet was like 60 pages of me going through important like phrases or important facts and stories that I've come to realize but I started talking about you know I think today I kind of want to focus on some of the chapters that I spoke about in that book just simply because it was such an impact and one of the biggest things was not listening to other people's opinions about you and owning up to who you are authentically okay and so for me i grew up in a pretty you know decent family i guess but it was my mom and my dad and i had an older brother who was the oldest which his, i guess i'll give some names so it's not so confusing but i will open up more to you guys later on down the road but i had a brother his name was hung He was my oldest brother who I loved dearly and he always messed with me, calling me fat girl growing up and it kind of stuck with me my whole life because then I felt like I was always fat and I had this insecurity about my looks and how I was and that's another story to talk about. But then there's David who is my second oldest, my sister Lillian, we call her Lily and then there's me. So I'm the baby of the family, you know, and growing up it was interesting because you know growing up Asian American in America you go through a lot but I remember just so many different things about my childhood because we just we moved so so much but I had my mom and I had my dad but things didn't get so rough or crazy for me up until like we ended up moving Um, When I was about, you know, maybe, I don't know, five or six or something. So I was born in Wichita Falls, Texas, okay? And I'm a Texan at heart, but... I don't know how the story goes because I don't really remember much of it because I was so young, but I went through so much trauma and so much pain that I kind of forced myself to forget a lot of the painful memories. And even now, it's still really hard for me to recall some of the memories because it was so traumatic for me as a kid that I refused to kind of remember or go through that pain. And so I just kind of closed myself off and it wasn't a healthy thing, but it was the only way that I knew how to I don't know, heal myself, but it was just a way for me to kind of not feel pain. And for quite some time, like maybe 3 to 4 years, I just closed off that door to any emotion. And every time I would watch a movie, I would laugh when the actors would cry because I thought it was so funny. But that was my way of crying, you know, like it was really, really sad, but eventually down the line I found music and I'll dive into that a little bit later on as well too but I know I'm jumping all over the place my mind's kind of like trying to figure out the timeline while I'm talking to you guys here but you know when we had moved you know it was one of those things where my relatives had helped my parents a lot and I don't want to open up too much and, you know, it's not that much of a story to really talk about because we only want to talk about happy thoughts, right? But the gist of it all was we were a poor family growing up, but it wasn't because we didn't have money. It was more so because my parents didn't really know how to be good parents and I can't blame them because maybe their parents didn't really love them or teach them the way that they needed that to be taught. Right. And so I can't really, now that I'm an adult, I can't really hold them accountable for certain things like that, but they did nails. And when you are, you know, Asian in the Asian community, like we're mostly Vietnamese. Like I say that I'm mixed because I am. I'm Korean, Chinese, Vietnamese, and French. And a lot of it is mixed from my mom's side, but then also my dad's side. My mom is, you know, Vietnamese and French, and then my dad is Korean, Chinese, and Viet. But we identify mostly as Vietnamese, and that's also our number one language that we also talk within each other as well, too. But there was a lot that just kind of went down, you know, and a lot of it just stemmed from them being addicted to gambling and not having good money habits. And I think that's where the issue lied throughout my whole childhood because my parents were so like into that. I want to live in the moment and spin, 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 but they never saved, they never invested. And whenever something had happened, they were just so quick to like borrow from this person or borrow from that person. And, you know, just me opening up about my family, it's not about, I don't want to talk like I'm talking down on my family or anything like that. So I don't want you guys to get like the wrong picture, but I just want you to understand so that you have kind of this idea of where I came from. Because sometimes a lot of people look at me and they think that I came from a rich, wealthy family who had it all, but that's not true. You know, I went through quite a lot just to say, like, some examples where we moved from home to home. You know, uh, my parents, my mom especially, tried to take us kids to church, a Baptist Vietnamese church when we were younger, hoping that, I don't know, maybe finding God or following, you know, some of the church people could help us or something, but we ended up moving to Florida after my aunt had decided that it was better for us to move over there, right? So we went to South Florida and they helped my parents, you know, get into a new car that was, you know, basically used or cash car, get us into a home basically that was down the road. And it was one of those things where, they were given a lot, but they weren't grateful. And so leading up to that, it was just, you know, eventually it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf where people kind of start to not start like believing in you or trusting in you or listening to what you have to say, because sometimes maybe it's just lies. Right. And soon enough, it was just one of those things where They would borrow, 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 and that was kind of their method to their financial problems. They felt like if something happened, they can just borrow. But they, I don't know if they don't realize when you borrow, you have to pay that back, okay? I know I'm like way off topic about what I want to talk about with people's opinions, but I just want to dive into my story a little bit. But the main thing of where a lot of the trauma started was after I got into about fourth and fifth grade. Okay. Mind you, I was moving like every single year from the minute I remember from first grade to second grade, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Those years we had moved like every single school year. I was a new girl every single school year. And a lot of it built up problems where for me it was like, if something were to go wrong or something were to happen, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. I'm going to be leaving in six months anyways. Oh, it's fine. I'm going to be leaving in a year anyways. And little did I know that that kind of started building bad habits for me to the point where if something went wrong, it was like fight or flight and I would avoid and I would run away from my problems. And I never knew that that was where the situation had stemmed from. Okay. But The main thing that changed my family aspects and so many different things was there was a lot that went on, but one of the biggest things was just getting evicted from our home and just having to stay with, you know, homeless people and being homeless, sleeping in the car, not being able to shower when we wanted to and stuff, not having enough food to eat. Like I remember there was a time where me and my brother just literally scrapped up pennies, quarters, dimes, dollars, I don't know, whatever we could find that was lying around, right? Just to go to the nearest fall place. Mind you, we were staying in this trailer home with homeless people in a room. I refused and so I slept in the car. But that's like such a vivid memory for me because I don't know, it was just one of those things that makes me always remember where I came from to remember that like, When I was literally eight, nine years old, I barely even had enough money to eat one meal, like where my brother and I had to literally share a meal. And it's saddening, you know, but it's just so crazy to think about the things that I've gone through. And I'm sure a lot of people have also other problems and things in their lives. But a lot of the things that I grew up with sorry it's just it's difficult to talk about because i haven't thought about these things in so long you know but it's a lot of pain that we've endured right but as we grow up it's just it teaches us so many things and this is where i i always feel like i've always wanted to share my story because everyone has a story and it's just so enriched with all these memories, good or bad, and all these different things that we went through that I find so fascinating that I love. I love listening to other people's stories whenever they tell something because it fascinates me that someone's life could be so different, maybe similar, or even just way, way out there where it's just not even comparable, you know? And it's it's fascinating and it's so, so interesting to me. But the biggest thing that happened for my family and I was, you know, my parents ended up splitting up, but my brother had passed away when I was about 10, 11 years old. A really big thing had happened in my family, um, to my sister and all these different other things that just started to accumulate over time. And so I'm just giving you the bits and pieces, but there's just, oh my God, there's just so much more that's, you have to like, peel the layers of an onion you know it's just it's crazy anyways you know we ended up moving to my relatives we left my parents and at first it was more like it's gonna be a year or two but then I started having resentment towards my parents you know I was angry that they were never home I was angry that they never cared enough to really take care of us and I think I started building a lot of these really fake lies in my head that I thought was true. I I started building up these beliefs that I wasn't worthy of love, that I wasn't enough, I wasn't safe. And all of that trauma ended up becoming so impacting to my literally... High school life to my 18, my 19, 20 year old self to the early stages. And if I had known, like, even fear of abandonment and you know, daddy issues or whatever, just everything led up to me getting into the wrong crowd, the wrong relationships, the wrong friendships, the wrong people. And sometimes I think to myself, like, wow, if I only had that guidance, that maybe. Maybe then things could have been different, but, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world because, man, I suffered. Like, I laugh about it now because it's so, it's so surreal to me to think about the crazy things that we had to, to just go through, you know. But enough about me, um, that was one of the main things that, you know, really impacted and change my life for the better. Let me grab a charger really quick because I don't want to die on you guys. Okay. <sighs> you know, there's so many different topics that I want to talk about, but being able to start a podcast and being able to just speak my mind so freely in hopes that maybe even one person will listen to this podcast is rewarding, you know, but diving into what I wanted to say about that first chapter of the book that I had wrote, you know, the book that I wrote, it's called the journey, um, a guide to finding yourself again. And it's on Amazon but if you guys want a free copy, feel free to reach out to me. My email, it's I am Rosanna Moon at gmo.com. And I can definitely send you guys the PDF file because at this moment I don't think I am really selling that book anymore. It's more about maybe something I created and I would love to just sharecase that with the world and people because it's kind of a guidance and little, you know, members of just people telling different things that I kind of just pulled from. But, you know, we live in a world right now where it's it's crazy what's going on, you guys. The, the world is so negative, like so negative. It's insane that sometimes I can't believe that even... We fall into that pit hole of this just negativity. You know, like we are the only creature that deals with this feedback loop of negativity. If you look at a dog or a cat or an animal or whatever creature you're looking at, a giraffe, an elephant, a fish, okay, so to speak, no one has that negativity of thinking that they're not good enough. No creature except human beings, which is so insane, okay? But right now, after COVID, after everything that has happened, I feel like the world has been separated. People don't talk anymore. We have technology at its peak, but yet we're not social. We drive in our cars, we go to work. We eat our meals sometimes alone, most of the time, probably alone, to be honest, in this day and age. We go work out and just no one talks to each other and it's the most bizarrest thing and like whenever I find someone who I can strike up a conversation with or someone that I can talk to, it's so rare because no one talks. It's always like, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Okay, cool. And that's it. And the conversation doesn't get anywhere. And we get into these relationships and we talk to these people who we think that they're our friends, that they care about us. But technically, it's all on the surface. There's nothing that dives deep into authentic, genuine conversations that you could have. You know, people you meet, the circumstances that you go through in life, everything just happens for a reason, but through a season. Everything happens for a reason through a season. Just like the season, you're meant to go through mass amounts of changes, many different things that can impact your life, and people come and go. Growing up, my aunt, she's literally my second mom. I call her my adoptive mom because she always joked about adopting me, but I'm adopted, I, I'm literally adopted. <laughs> paperwork or not, I'm adopted. And she is such a wise woman. I grew up with her and she she taught me law of attraction, spirituality, and so many different things about your mindset and gratitude and being grateful for what you have and your surroundings since I was like literally 10, 11 years old, maybe even younger. But one of the biggest things that she was always mentioning was just your surroundings and being true to who you are, you know, I kind of lost my train of thought to be honest, but it's just right now with this crazy world, we really have to think about kind of sacred our energy to where we really pay attention to who we give ourselves to, you know, with the world being so distant and so negative, it's just one of those things where I feel like the world needs more kindness. It needs more love, more guidance. And the guidance is something that we don't get a lot because nowadays people don't have that communication. People don't talk. People don't share how they feel because they think it's a sign of weakness. But when you realize how powerful your flaws are, how powerful Your voices, it changes everything. You know, when you start to really take a step back and stop feeding into other people's opinions and things and expectations and stop pouring your cup into other people, but just worry about yourself, worry about your own timeline, about what you have to offer into this world just doing what you love and not giving a flying fuck about what anyone has to say, to be honest, because at the end of the day, you do you. And so that brings me to our chapter, chapter one, of not listening to other people's opinions of you. People will always have something to say. It doesn't matter if you look a certain way, if you got the perfect plastic surgery done, you got your boobs done, your nose done, your lips done. It doesn't matter what you look like. You could be but ugly to someone's, you know, perception of you. But you know, I feel like we have to blame school and the society that we grew up in you know because as a kid you're applauded for when you do good and when you're bad it's kind of like no why did you do that right you remember when growing up you would like do something really good in class and the teacher's like yay everyone clap wow good job right and now you don't get that and you're an adult and you feel like less of a person But it's one of those things also where it's like, we let other people's judgments and opinions outweigh who we really are, which blows my mind. We don't wear what we want. We don't say what we want because we walk on these eggshells. But I feel like it's a lot of the things that happen to us, we started putting up walls We didn't know how to work through them. We didn't know how to figure out our life. We didn't know. We just, we didn't know. And that's the thing. We didn't know. And it's okay that you didn't know. It's okay that you messed up. It's okay that you aren't perfect. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay that you make those mistakes. It's okay for you to speak your mind. And so what if Karen has something negative to say? So what? Right? Like we live in this world full of fake photos, fake everything, fake lives. People lie on social media. People buy designer bags, lie about that. All these different other things, relationships, and there's just a lot of negativity in the world, like I said. But I don't get why we're not authentically ourselves. And when I think about it, I feel like it's because we try so hard for someone else's approval of us. And it's probably because we didn't get it from our parents growing up. We probably didn't get it from mom or dad or both. Or it just could be growing up in school, in high school, and you're now traumatized because no one showed up for you. No one applauded you. But you know what? Why does that matter? Why does that matter so much to you that someone has to applaud you. Why can't you applaud yourself? Okay, now I I know a lot of people will say, well, I don't like the way I look. I don't like this about me. I don't like my weight. I don't like my height. All these different things. You have to stop being insecure. You have nothing to be insecure about. Do you understand that? The universe... This higher being, as you may call it, God, created you. In his highest form, he made you with his own hands. He literally put you together and said, you are perfect, flaws and all. But then you sit here and you pick apart parts about you that you don't like. Your nose is too big, your eyes are too wide apart, your teeth isn't straight. And you fall into these society norms, right? Capitalism. That's how they make money off of us. And that's just another topic that we can just dive into next time. But it's its just crazy to me that, to think that we limit ourselves so much. We limit ourselves because we have that fear in our mind. And I'm, I remember I saw this quote, right? And it said, fear can mean two things. You can forget everything and run, or you can face everything and rise. And that's, that's powerful, man. That's something that is tremendous to me because I feel like when it comes down to things, it doesn't matter what you do. You know, I've been in this industry for quite some time, whether I've been consistent or inconsistent or not, right? Like, it's not that I've made any money off of this. I'm not wealthy. I'm not rich yet. Keyword, yet. (laughs) But I have been in this industry since I was 10 years old. I kid you not. I remember posting my first video I ever made. It was a cover of Katy Perry, hot and cold, and I got chewed out from the internet, and it was insane and then i tried again when i was 12 and i tried again when i was 14 i tried and i kept trying it doesn't matter how many times someone had something to say about me they knocked me down yes they hurt my ego yes but i never stopped trying i never gave it my full potential i never put 100% out there because i was hurt but it, you know i got to this point where i was like why am i letting someone else else's judgment or someone else's opinion about me, weigh me down when they don't know me. They don't know the potential that you have. They don't know how powerful you can be when you rise up, when you start showing up for yourself. They don't know that. You're kind of like this mysterious person in the background. And when you disappear and you work on yourself and you come back stronger than ever, everyone's gonna be all of a sudden be like, oh my God. Did you see so-and-so? And then they there's just gonna start talking. You're gonna have people wanting to come back and be friends with you. You're gonna have old relationships finally want you again. Why? Because you're a vibration. Your energy is attractive because you don't give a fuck. You don't care about anything, about anyone but yourself. A few years ago during COVID, I I know that a lot of people had went through quite a lot during that time, including myself. And during that time, one thing that I've come to realize was, you know, trying to do the shadow work. I didn't know what that was. didn't know what that meant, and some people who's listening to this might not understand what shadow work is, but shadow work is, in a sense, and I don't even know if this is right or not, don't get me wrong, because I'm just butchering this off the top of my head, but it's basically when you sit with yourself, and you do the work of understanding where you came from, but accepting your traumas, and your pain, and your past, and coming to realize that that's your power and accepting all of your struggles and knowing that it's okay. Because I feel like when we go through stuff in our lives, right? like we're so hard on ourselves, we fuck up one time, we cheat, we steal, we cuss, we say something that we're not supposed to and all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, I'm not worthy of love. Oh my God, I don't deserve this. And we start just chewing up ourselves from the inside out. And then what do we do? We start looking. We start looking at other people. We start expecting from other people their attention. We start wanting them to fill up our cups. My aunt, she used to always tell me, never settle for anything less than you deserve. And for the longest time, I didn't understand what that meant. But in a sense, what it means is do not bring yourself down to a level of someone just because you want their attention. Let me explain this better. If you are this person with this type of energy, okay, or if you're just this just this person in general, different from other people, and all these other things, right? But there's a person you like, or you someone you want to date, and they don't like you for you, so what? It's not the end of the world. There's so many other people out there, every single second, every single minute, okay. There's someone who's prettier, smarter, more handsome, more rich, okay? You don't have to sit there and settle for some bullshit-ass relationship because you were in there for three to four years or because, oh, well, he bought me this and so I feel bad. Why do you feel bad? For what? And that's something that I really want to talk about in my next podcast, because when it comes to relationships, I mean, my, me, myself included, right. I was in a, I don't want to say a toxic relationship, but I was in a, in a relationship where we were working on ourselves individually, right. Where we were coexisting together at the same time, but we just weren't meant for each other. And we were two kids trying to figure out what love was, but That left us with a lot of pain and trauma because we didn't understand or knew how to work through it. We didn't know how to communicate. We didn't know a lot of these different things. But sometimes I think about these relationships that people are in. And I listen to these podcasts and I listen to other people that talk about how people just stay in these relationships because they're comfortable or they're fearful. They don't have enough money, right? Their kids are in jeopardy and they need the support. And it makes me sad because this comes down to your self-worth and your self-value and how you value yourself, what you think about yourself. Because that comes down to why you search for someone's attention, why you need someone's attention. You know, I used to be that person. I used to be an attention seeker. Like I loved it. I love attention. I love to be the the spotlight. I love to be the person, you know, in the crowd of the group that everyone would like listen to me and hear me and all that stuff. Right. But it wasn't a good thing because I kept looking on the exterior. I kept looking on the outside for someone else to fill my cup. I never once thought that I had everything that I needed internally. If I just sat with myself, if I just did that shadow work, if I just asked myself these questions of why am I this way? What made me this way? Why do I react? Like this? Why am I reactive? And you just sit there and you start questioning, you start meditating, and you just self reflect to the point where you find an answer almost, and you realize that a lot of it was just due to you not loving yourself. Loving yourself goes deep, you know, it's not just oh, I, I love myself, yeah, I, I, I shower and I eat, I take care of my body. No, loving yourself goes so much deeper to the point where you understand how worthy you are, how much value you have, how much you can provide to the world. Loving yourself means Forgiving yourself for not knowing any better when you fucked up. Forgiving yourself for making the choices that put you in that situation because you were stupid. Because you you didn't have that knowledge back then to understand that concept. And that's okay. But you have to love every single part of you everything about you you can't hate a part of you and expect someone else to love you does that make sense you cannot get into a relationship if you don't love yourself how can someone love you if you don't even love you and so what I recommend is start by just simply doing things that you love Start by trying to build a better positive mindset. Start by thinking about what makes you happy and doing more of that. Make a list. Make a list of five things and eventually grow it to 10 things, 15, 20, eventually 300 things or even more, right? And wake up every day with the thought of, okay, how can I make the most of my day by doing the most of the things that makes me happy? Because a happy mindset cannot coexist with a negative mindset. When you're happy, when you're focusing on gratitude, when you focus on the things that you have, it's hard, it's almost non-existent to to feel negativity in that moment. For something to be negative, for something to bother you, you have to give it time. There has to be time for you to sit there and wallow in your self-pity. And there's no reason to do that. This conversation is going to go so much deeper as we progress into more episodes, as we start talking more about so many different things from gratitude to self love. But, you know, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but it's just, it's crazy to me that when it comes to relationships, we are so blinded for attention, for love, that we don't realize that it's lust. It's not love. Love is kind. Love is bold. Love is courageous. Love is accepting someone as they come and not judging them as they are. A few years ago when, like I said, when I was, you know, going through a tough time during COVID, I had this breakthrough, this realization where I was crying my eyes out and I was sitting in this dark-ass closet at this house of these previous friends, okay? These, lo- these previous people that I-, I once associated with. And I realized that they weren't my soul tribe. They weren't meant for me, to be honest. But I had a breakthrough, I had a breakthrough to the point where I realized that when something happens in life when you date someone, you know, love isn't possessive. Love is so much more. Love is love is open. Love is whole. Love is one. And it's so hard to explain this, but I remember I was crying and crying and crying. Like to the point where I just, I wanted to end it. I I just, it was so painful. All of the problems, just everything. It was crazy, to be honest, to even think about. And I got this message. All of a sudden I heard this voice and I had this huge realization. That I realized love is... Looking at someone that you once loved and accepting them for how they come. Love is being able to not put labels on someone, but seeing them for who they truly are, for their presence, okay? For their inner being, if you will. You don't judge you don't hate you don't discriminate there's no negativity there you forgive them and they forgive you they love you and you love them where this goes is where god right comes into play and maybe you're not spiritual who knows but think of it as the universe providing this sense of non-judgment and to compare it to when someone finds God, right? When someone is that religious, because I can't say I'm religious, but I am spiritual, I do believe there's a God, but it's more like a divine being within the universe, okay? And don't come at me for it, but I'm just that's just me. I am Buddhism and I believe in reincarnation and a way of life. But again, that's another topic for another series. But there's that saying where God doesn't judge, He doesn't discriminate. He accepts you as you are, right? And if God created us, that means that we are also a creator. And if he made us or if the universe made us, then that divine power and what he has put into us that came from him means that we have the ability to do that as well too, to look at people and say, it's okay that you are this way. It's okay that you are like this. But what you have to understand here is that you have to have boundaries with people, okay? Love them. Accept them as they come. But don't let anyone step over you. Don't let anyone cross your boundaries. Don't let anyone disrespect you or downright degrade you or anything like that because no honey you have to know your worth you know those relationships you see maybe like from a friend or I don't know in person in movies or something where the girl is abusive or the guy's abusive or they're cursing at each other and someone's like, you know, bitch, get the fuck out of my face. Excuse my language. But, and they just, you know, get to this point where it's okay for them to talk like that. That is not okay. You should never, never let anyone talk to you that way. It doesn't matter who it is. That's just plain right disrespectful. It doesn't matter if someone's upset. It doesn't matter if someone's mad, okay? No one deserves to be treated that way. No one. I've been through a lot. You know, I've, I've worked on myself. I've practiced to heal myself. I've, I've tried my best to understand more about myself. And I'm still in that learning process. I'm still in that healing process. But you have to understand is that you have so much to offer, you guys. You have so much to offer, but you don't realize it because you allow yourself to be clouded with judgment, with opinions, with all these other things that people label you with. But when you take all of that apart, all of that away, who are you? Who are you really? Ask yourself that, who am I? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not hate. I'm not anger. You're love. Beneath everything, you are love. You were made with love. You're a creator of love. You know, because we were created in this divine power, it's our birthright to be as creative. And some people might argue and say, well, you know what? I'm not that creative. I'm not, I can't draw, I can't sing, I can't dance. You don't have to create something in an artistic way to be creative. You can create a book. You can write. You can create a meal. You can create podcasts. You can create spreadsheets. You can create cement. There's so many different things within creation. If you learn how to make something, if you do something, if you create ramen okay so to speak but it's within our nature to create stuff you know and the more that we create the more that we are tapping into that power that's within us the more that we are becoming fully aligned with who we are there's a lot of talk right now about so many different things within the universe that with i don't know all these different crazy conspiracies but Who knows? It might be true. Maybe not, but it might be true. You know, you see these movies and all these different things of things being portrayed and it gets to a point where you start to think, you know what, maybe all of these that's being portrayed had to be based off of somewhere, right? Some way, some form. A lot of it could be fiction, yeah, but some of it might be true. Who knows? But anyways, I think... This was a lot to unravel for the first episode. (sighs) You know, I am super passionate about talking, as you guys know from my TikToks and stuff like that. But, you know, I've been MIA for a lot, for a while. And a lot of it came down to me simply wanting to work on myself. I needed to take a break from people's energy. I started to realize that I really really absorb people's energy whether good or bad and it was taking a toll on me I needed to meditate I needed to hibernate I needed to recuperate to be honest just so that I could work on myself and understand you know more about me because like I said if we are so busy filling up people's cups okay it's like imagine you're a water pitcher And you're pouring and you're pouring into other people's cups and you're going around the room and all of a sudden you get to yours, you have nothing left to give. Why? Because you gave so much of your energy away to all of these people that when you came home, you are depleted of your energy. And I know that this is going to be another topic that I would love to talk about, but that also comes to play with doing something as a career, as a job, and you're just trained, and you hate your life, and you wake up, and you go to work, and you're like, well, I have bills to pay. Then follow your heart. Do something that you love. It's like that Japanese saying, right, Ikigai, where it's the cross between what you love, what you're good at, what the universe needs, and what you can be paid for. A lot of people have different talents and different things that they can dive into, and if there's something that you Don't know if you don't know your niche, if you don't know what you're good at, it's time for you to start learning. It's time for you to start reading. Did you know this is so crazy to me that the statistics of people who read books after high school 85% of people do not pick up a book, do not buy a book. Last year, that's the statistics, which is it blows my mind that people don't educate themselves anymore. No one educates themselves. Within this realm of how much technology has blown up. There's so much free knowledge out there. There's so much podcasts to listen to. Tom you for one, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, Oprah Winfrey, if you want to take it, you know, old school. Like there's so much knowledge out there from people who have done it, who have been through it, right? And I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge firm believer that like, you know, if you want to be in a certain situation or a certain position like someone, why not listen and follow what they have to say? Because obviously they did it, right? Therefore, now they're in that position. Anyways, I know that this is a lot and I can keep talking on for hours, but... I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. There is going to be so much more different podcasts that I would love to talk about and tune in and dive into. But for the most part, what you can take away from this is, you know, just really focus on just maintaining that vibe of you, okay? No matter what you're going through, like this is not the end. Everything that you're going through. I always say that everything's happening for a reason because it has to. Everything has to be fucked up and so shitty so that it can be brighter on the outside. After every single storm, there comes a rainbow. After every single storm, there comes the sun shining down, okay? So the storm that you're going through right now with all the problems that you're dealing with in life, it might seem like a lot and it might seem like it's never-ending, But it's going to come one day. Everything's going to click one day when you realize that all it takes is you. You are your own savior, okay? You're your own hero, your own person. No one else is going to come and help you except you. You have to let go of your old reality, your old identity to step into a new one if your plate is full okay there's no room for new stuff to come onto your plate you have to get rid of the mashed potatoes you got to get rid of the the steak that you don't like <laughs> get rid of the broccoli so to speak okay make room M- make room and let go The negative, like all the negativity, the negative things in your life, the negative people, the toxic people. Let go of stuff that isn't serving you. Let it go. Let it all go. And you might be, well, but this or no, but no, no ifs, ands, buts, or what? No, none of that. Let it go. It may be scary, it may be tough, maybe hard, but you know what? You are not alone in this. We're all on this journey together, okay? We're all trying to be a better version of ourselves. We're all trying to become successful. We're all trying. That's the thing. We're trying. But instead of trying, just do it. You know, me coming back after my MIA, me disappearing for a really long time, is because I had to go through it to understand what the fuck I was going through so that I can make this podcast, so that I could talk to you guys, so that there is that realism there. Do you understand? Because you're not alone. It's human nature. We go through all of the same fucked up shit, we have all these problems, and it's so quick and easy for us to take it out on someone else, or blame someone, or play the blame game, or play the victim mindset, where we feel like everything's attacking us, or where we take everything so personal. That just means you have a lot of things to work on. If something triggered you, it's not something that triggered you in this moment. It came from the past. Do you understand that? It came from your past. You have a lot of stuff to work on. But I'm going to leave you with that. Think about everything that I said. And if you guys have questions, feel free to let me know. You know where to find me. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. And I'm soon enough going to be more active on both accounts. You can find me on YouTube too. But... I'm trying my best to come back okay but think about it there's a lot of things to unravel and unpack here and this is just the beginning i am going to do my best to help you become inspired and become the best version that you can be too why because i want to see you win too i don't want to just be on top and i'm here by myself like no dude like How cool would it be for you to show up, show out, and be the person that you've always wanted? Like, I want to see you win too. I want to eat my cake, but I want you to have yours too, you know? Everybody eats. I just want to say that I'm so, so grateful for you listening to this and tuning into this because this is... One of the things that I really want to start doing more and just really impacting the world. So wherever you are with light and love, I send you so much kindness from my heart and I pray that you stay safe. I pray that you are filled with abundance, with joy, motivation, and forget the negativity, right? Only light and love is welcomed in and around us any negativity i command them to leave so without further ado i will see you guys not even see you guys i will talk to you guys in my next podcast and thank you so much for tuning in and have a blessed and wonderful day and a reminder i love you you got this you're not alone you are not alone